Hey, Kev, it's time to record a new Smodcast. Fuck off. I'm listening to one of the other great shows on the Smodcast Podcast Network. Scott? There's so many to choose from. You damn skip it. There's so many to choose from. I'm on five every week myself, man. Uh, Hollywood Babylon on Monday. Smodcast with you on Tuesday. Jane, Silent Bob, Get Old on Wednesday with Jay Muse. Fat Man on Batman every Thursday. And then I wrap up the week with edumacation with andy mccalfrish there's so many to choose from hell yeah son and those aren't the only podcasts those are just the ones i'm involved with what about the podcasts of smodco that don't feature me man like tell them steve dave last week on earth with ben glebe i sell comics with ming and mike there's so many to choose from hey man there's also film school fridays or netheads or get up on this team jack there's so many to choose from. The Breaks, man. Waking from the American Dream. Bagged and Boarded. Phoebe. Soundbite Nation. These are all the shows you could be listening to over at Smodcast.com, Scott. There's so many to choose from. And if audio's not enough for you, man, if you're just like, no, I want the thick dick of video as well, man, we can go to our YouTube channel, which is C-Smod, or you can watch Comic Book Men, our show on AMC, following The Walking Dead and The Talking Dead every Sunday. Night. There's so many to choose from. That's right, Scott. There are so many to choose from. So get choosing, kids. Go to smodcast.com. Start getting picky, man. Stick these sweet, sweet oral sounds into your ear pussies. There's so many to choose from. You said that already. There's so many to choose from. Welcome to Phoebe 26, everybody. Bam. We did it. Fucking Scott is here taking time out from families. Yes, my parents are down, who I have not seen. John's in a while. like, where the fuck is Scott? My pa- oh, my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, dad, I gotta go record a podcast. He's like, fuck that. <laughs> He's like, uh, such a pussy. Well, listen, your dad's fully Canadian, right? No, Who's, is really. anybody fully Canadian? My dad is fully Canadian in the sense of that he, he was, was born there. He was born there, yeah. but at two years old, he before left. he had language, right. <laughs> he that, moved. He actually, a friend of mine was like, uh, a friend of mine I was speaking to got really into Ancestry dot com because I did for a bit. Yes, for and they had to. They're they doing it for an actual reason. Not that you weren't. <laughs> no, it was, they, they got into it because their dad was born in England. They're trying to get their English. They're trying to get their citizenship. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so they're trying to track them on this paperwork. And he was like, just go on and try it. So I went on for a free trial. And I found the document yep. of my dad, like of him transferring over the border. Ooh. At I like two that. years old. That's pretty sweet. It was pretty amazing. I found And I, then I got then I lost interest. <laughs> Ancestry.com is pretty cool. I found some interesting stuff too. Like the um I found the, my family coming over on the boat. I found my mother's uh, side coming wow. in from uh, Italy and Portugal. Oh, nice! I found my parent, my dad's side going to Key West via Cuba. Wow! Uh, in the early 1800s. Wow! And uh, so yeah, 
You're like I'm a, so mad. You're like a five yeah, spice. Just like, you're like a Chinese guys, five spice. Just give me some fucking jalapeno. <laughs> put it on everything. Uh, also a fan of tomatoes. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I I recommend even if you just sign up for a month, it's sort of interesting just to if find you pop out. on ancestry.com yeah. and do the free trial. It is amazing in like three moves. Yeah, it's like you. It's like winning a chess game of life in three moves. <laughs> chess game of life. Um, but it's really cool. There's cool stuff you can find out there that maybe you didn't know. Like maybe you thought you were uh, Spanish, Spanish, or maybe you thought your parents Cuban. are your parents and they're not. They're not, <laughs> and you'll figure that out. Uh, yeah, it's cool. There's if you've a, ever wondered, I wonder, like, if you're out there. I didn't feel that way. Yeah. But there's probably maybe someone out there who's like, I don't belong in this family. Oh, you now can find you can out. use Ancestry.com to, to know. It was cool. Like, sen- uh, they had uh, census information from the like yeah. from the 1920s. And everybody in my dad's family, the Myras, everybody was listed as a cigar maker. Oh, really? Yeah. That was their profession. Wow. Uh, which makes me think that they were really just drug dealers. Really? Unless they were, I mean, I don't know. Does that is that a profession you can have? I guess a maybe in the maker? maybe in the twenties and the eighteen hundreds. I mean, be a cigar who the maker? fuck do you think makes cigars now? That's right, Cubans. <laughs> um, oh, they, yeah, they probably were making yeah. cigars. It's interesting. I mean, huh? I mean, they, even now, it's like the it's it's not like a lot of real good cigars are hand rolled. So yeah, yeah. Like, it is an actual skill. I appreciate a good Go cigar. fucking make a cigar. And do you like cigars? Good. Occasionally you'll I have smoke. one. No, I never. Don't, I don't. I smoked cigarettes. Yeah. When I was from like 20 to 30-ish, 35-ish. Clerks through dogma. Off and on. Yeah. <laughs> through dogma. <laughs> I quit two or three. I quit a couple of times in between. Yeah. But it was from Zach and Mary. It was my last. I had my last cigarette. Did you write like last pack ever on it or something like that? Or no. Just sort of like... I just came home after drinking and smoking because it was like. Yeah. We were in Pittsburgh. And so there was a few bars. Well, like, that's you what you smoke do in, in the Pittsburgh. bars. And you can smoke in the bars, which like I can't take it now. Oh, yeah. Sure. Like I can't take it. Yeah. Like I go in a bar and everyone's smoking and I'm like, I, I've just, I'm like, yeah. I'm running for the. And I smoked and drank and like did Jaeger shots and all this crazy <laughs> shit. And I fucking felt you like were a living fucking it up. stupid cunt. And I felt terrible. And I never, I haven't smoked since. I think I took a drag once and I, I had like a gag reflex. I had uh, one week. Uh, I like the smell of cigar smoke. Yeah. So oh, I do too. I, I still appreciate a good, a good cigar. Um, Cubans, if you can get them, you can get them in Canada. You can. Yeah. Fuck uh, yeah. They're very expensive in California. Cigars are very expensive in California, and cigarettes are very expensive in New York. Cigars are expensive yes. in California because they tax each individual cigar that comes in in a box, whereas in most states, it's like the, the tobacco tax is yeah, yeah. just on the box. Oh, California. So like an $18, like a cigar that would run me about 9 bucks in Massachusetts is going to run me about 18 bucks out here. That's insane. It's crazy. What if you fucking had somebody send it to you? Well, you could do that, I guess. What if you ordered? There's it like online? mail order stuff too. Yeah, yeah. I've heard, there's a. Uh, yeah. Can you order a Cuban cigar from Canada and they'll mail? There it are down sites there? that you can get Cuban cigars. Yeah. So technically, the embargo doesn't mean anything. Well, it, it's uh, it's a little tricky. It does have to go through like Canada or at, through England. But uh, you can still, but yeah. it's like it's not like the box coming across the country. A bunch of guys like fucking a dog. At, Tax it oh, and I they think shoot it if and, they find it, that they can just take it. Customs can just they would they claim it. We'll have it. Thanks. They wouldn't come down. They no. wouldn't come to you and be like, "You're under arrest." For- <laughs> You're under arrest for Cuban cigaring. Uh, no, Scott. It's been it's been like a month and a half, two months since we've done a feeb. 
It's been a little while. Uh, it you doesn't. Got... It doesn't feel like that long to the listeners because I sat on an episode for a long time. Yes, you did. Feeb twenty five. Yeah. Well, I just figured I'd space it out for them. You did, and I think it worked out. It worked out for everybody. Well, you got a job. I mean, you've been working a lot. I've been working 12, 13 hour days. I went from working a lot. Yeah. And then you started working yep. a lot. And yep. so now it's your fault. <laughs> yes, it is, Scott. Yes, it is. But uh, it's the last week of At Midnight. So that show will be done, uh, hopefully just for a little while. And then, but like I'm feeling like December is going to be like the month of Phoebe. We're just going to fucking, it's going to be a Phoebe month. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about Christmas. We're going to talk about Hanukkah. And now they all fucking, yeah, fuck them all. Bullshit. <laughs> Made up by the man, <laughs> yeah. To fucking made by Sears <laughs> and other stuff. How did you feel, uh, Scott? Let's talk about it. Blockbuster Video, done. I thought they closed ten years ago. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like, look, it was like staring at a dead animal yes. for ten years, and then suddenly it made one little, <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, that oh, was really? why. Well, wow. I had no idea. We could have helped it. <laughs> you know, I thought this dog was dead five years ago. Yeah. That's amazing. We, you know, it never rotted. <laughs> I'm it, sad about it. It decomposed. Here you are. Yeah, I'm a little bummed out. Why? I worked there when I was uh, 18. I worked at a Blockbuster. And uh, it's just this whole... Yeah, but were you so bummed out that you fucking went? To a Blockbuster? Yeah, people are bummed out about Blockbuster. None of them go to Blockbuster. There's somebody out there right now who's legitimately bummed. Like Bernice in yeah. some Bernice place is... who like doesn't understand streaming stuff. Yeah. And she has a legitimate complaint because she's like... This is how I watch the movies, and like that's it. That's gone for her. <laughs> She's never gonna be able to watch a movie. Yeah, and then other people like you, yeah, who are just like you're sad about something yeah. that it's like, it's like you don't fucking go, right? Okay, it's my fault. You're I not, get it. What yeah. you're telling me is you're it's part my of fault. yeah. You you you're the fucking killed the DVD. I store. can tell you right now, my blockbuster membership number was two two five zero five seven one one two six four. That was my blockbuster membership card number. And I know that because that was how we would access the computer system at Blockbuster. That punch, we'd punch our, uh, we punch our code in. When I was in Jersey, when I was in Canada, I don't think they had Blockbuster. When, when like when I was a kid, I remember the first video store, mm -hmm. VHS, and and I think they had Beta too. It was like you know, it's all mom and pop at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I went in and I was like, I want to get into movies. And the guy fucking was like, here, just take – because they would take the posters off the wall. He was like, take whatever you want. Oh, yeah. I remember that, going to get posters from fucking rental places. Yeah. yeah. Holy like, shit. Hey, man, can I get the poster? Yeah. yeah then, yes. Yes. And then – and I remember I had a fucking – but it was like, I don't know why, but they didn't really have that many cool posters. And I ended up hanging on my wall a Blood Simple poster, and I'd never oh, seen wow. it. Oh, wow. Like, I'd never seen you it. sure? I was like – 12. You did what every kid does. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. Because it, it was like a lady's shoe or something. Mm -hmm. It's a very weird poster to have in your room. Wow. I mean, not seen the movie at all, but yeah. I do remember that. And then I saw the movie in college on 16 millimeter. They projected it. I went to Orange Coast College in fucking Costa Mesa. That's right. Yeah. Back at the B rep. Mm, back in the B rep days. Knocked it out of the park. I fucking ruled that school. I ruled that school. No. <laughs> I've anybody he skateboarded if anybody in. <laughs> if anybody at all remembers me, that's when I. That's when I had a. I, I bagged comic books. I didn't do it that long because I was like, this right. is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The math behind fucking bagging comic. <laughs> Wait, books. you're saying ten cents per book. Was that what it was, right? It, was, it had to be a penny, right? I don't know. Like, who would pay 10 cents to fucking shove a comic book? Like, that's <laughs> insane. 
Yeah, I guess like ten, you wouldn't pay an a dollar. You pay yeah, no, yeah. Probably somebody who's illegally entered the country. Yes, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's who you pay under the table with weird amounts of money. But even if you put, the weird here. thing is, with the, if you told the dude, just like I'll give you a penny, a bag, you'd be mm. like, you think I think you'd do what I do? You do it for ten minutes. You're like, oh my god, this is insane. <laughs> this person, uh, but okay, so. Yeah, but there's also, I remember a video store. There was a video store, and they were literally all mom and pop video stores. They were. Uh, and it's funny that. And the tapes were like, at that point early on, it's like the tapes were like hundreds, hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Like, and I can, I have a story. I remember vividly trying to get a hold of Back to the Future 2. Yeah. And I ended up having, I bought it. I had to buy it from the video store, I had to have them order it in. Because I wanted to own all three Back to the Future movies on VHS, uh, and it cost one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Wow! For Can Back to the Future too. That, no, for the, for I can't the quality. Imagine. Also, it's <laughs> yes. like you paid one hundred twenty-five dollars for a VHS copy for a pan and a, scan VHS yeah. copy, which isn't even a beta. <laughs> yeah, which is technically yeah, better. Better, I know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's insane. I have I had a I had a beta copy of the uh, Back to the Future. I had Back to the Future on beta. Yeah. Uh, that's and, why you got mad, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why if you look Have at you me. Have you been in Matt's house? That's exactly He's what I look back like. Back to the Future on Beta. <laughs> <laughs> the store was got, there was a store called Let uh, me slip in my beta copy. What was, do you remember that. the name of your old local video store? No. But it was so my store ago. was called Video Views. Wow. I'm like ten years old. See see you're gonna experience in the next decade. Yeah. Well, I don't remember shit like that either. So yeah. maybe you'll be fine. Yeah. I'll but be to fine. me, like, all that stuff is just gone out of your head. The last 10 years, just like, I kind of know where I live. <laughs> I know my high schools. Yeah. I know what the mascots were. <laughs> well, you got me beat there. I don't really remember that stuff. You don't remember the high school you went to? I remember Lowell Catholic. One. I went to Lowell Catholic High School, but I don't remember what the fucking mascot was. like the Lowell Catholic beta Crus- Crusaders. The Crusaders. The Crusaders, yes. So then what do they dress like? Uh, green, blue, green, blue, green, blue, and white were our colors. And the Crusader, which was just, it was just a knight on a horse, which now that I'm thinking about it, was not a accurate representation of what a Crusader would have looked like. Those colors no. were far off. Yeah. Yeah. And they should have just been red blood. Yeah, should have been like, hey, infidels. We just killed everybody that isn't Catholic. (laughs) It just like sopped them in blood from the feet to the to the groin area. It would be more terrifying if we didn't play in a parochial school league, like a division where we're just we're constantly just playing other Catholic schools. Whereas, like, if we came to play a public school and we're called (gasps) the Crusaders. We're gonna fuck you up. You're probably not like, Do you believe in Jesus? Because if you don't, and they're like, no. Guess what? They're like, ah, who's we Jesus? are murdering you. Yeah, we're gonna murder <laughs> you and all of the other mathletes. And then one of we're gonna select one of these guys on our team to sit and watch the Grail until Indiana Jones comes with his dad. Did that happen? Isn't that what someone happened? in high school? Someone in high school had to watch the Grail. <laughs> Was it you? <laughs> yes, it was me. Uh, I bought a Last Crusade poster at Comic Con this year for fifty bucks, like an original wow. Last Crusade poster. Which I mailed it to the Mox Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. It's such a good movie. I really it's like. A, it's. A, I really like that one. It's a. It's. You know what it is? Yeah. Go. It's a. It's a very fine movie. <laughs> It's a very fine movie. Brought to you by the good people of Very Fine. It's just the best juice. It's just, it's like, it's not amazing. It's not an amazing movie. It's like, Raiders of the Lost Ark is amazing. Yes. That is amazing. I agree with that. Like, that movie was like, 
This one was Indiana Jones and Temple Doom is really fun, misguided, and kind of strange. Yeah, I don't like it. It's outside of the... Here's my thing. Raiders of the Lost Ark set a tone that neither of them captured. The second yes, one, I can agree neither with of them captured. I can and agree that with that. that is why the third one is... It doesn't feel as dangerous. Everything feels like the danger has been taken off. Like they they sort of dialed the danger down three levels, so you're always just like, eh, he's fine. There's a but there's, eh, such a, there's a rat. Eh, he's in a boat. There's a rat. As eh. <laughs> eh, old man's complaining. I like it because They're there's such fine. like there seems like there's it seems like a whimsy to Last Crusade that isn't there in the other two. And and I like that tone. I like tonally. I like you like you're you're, you're I'm a big fan of whimsy. <laughs> Really? I'm coming out right now and Who saying it. that? <laughs> Me. I, mean, I just did. Who doesn't like whimsy? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Why not? I don't, because I don't want to go to the cinema to be whimsied. You don't want whimsical fun? <laughs> no. I mean, occasionally. Scott, you are a dark motherfucker. Occasionally. You don't want a little. But I was like, I came out of Razor last time. I was like a fucking kid. I was just like, they fucking melted that dude's face. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. Yeah. And then the third one, I was like. That dude got old real fast and died. Yeah, holy shit. See? Come no, on. It's not a holy shit moment. The whole thing is great. No. Oh, when he's on the tank treads with the with the whip and he's Remember? See, but it's all jokey. It's all jokey. <laughs> whimsy. It's fuck whimsy. Fuck whimsy Scott. and it's fucking all right, let's, ass. Let's 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 break this. <laughs> let's break this film let's down. Let's bend whimsy over the table. Let's break this film and down. Okay. So here's here's where we butt. are. Last Crusade picks up. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's like five years after Temple of Doom events. Sure, no short round anymore. You don't know. I mean, technically, yeah. it could be the middle. Although he's aged, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. First of all, you're kicking it off with young. You know Indiana what's amazing? Jones. You know what's amazing yeah. is that we're pretending the fourth one didn't even happen. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. Like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> it just occurred to me that there was one. Don't I even. Forgot. I forgot. Don't even. Why are you bringing that? I up? forgot that it happened. I was like, oh my god, there's another one. <laughs> No, but like you start, it starts with Young Indiana Jones. Yes, which River is Phoenix. awesome. This came out in I what, was fine. 89, 88. Yeah, yeah. What, what year did it come out? Oh, the internet will tell us. But River Phoenix is Young Indiana Jones. Yeah, how he, which is basically the origin of why he's afraid of snakes. Which also the origin of fucking Harrison Ford's scar on his face. Yes. Great. I love that he, stuff. I, I was fine with that. I'm yeah. fine with that. All right, all but right. But that's, that's as much whimsy as I needed. You type in Indiana Jones into Google, I'm going to tell you right now what comes up. Indiana Jones listed first. Then Indiana Jones 5. Watch. Look at well, that. it's because fucking the first one's Listen. not called Indiana Jones. It's called fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. I know, but look. I'm going to tell you what. Let's do this again. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones The Last Crusade right there. Number two. Well, because once again, the first one's not called Indiana Jones, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's not called the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, it is called Raiders of the Lost Ark. But okay, anyway, John Reese Davies makes a return. Loved him in the first one, Sala. Come on. I know, but once was again, great. it's like that scene with fuck bad dates. Fucking bad dates. Come on. That, that you to me it's like you cannot the the distance between the two is 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 Raiders of the Lost Ark. You're saying the quality distance is, as far as filmmaking distance, or are you talking about time? Or are you talking about what are you talking about? When you I say think distance? both. Like I think Raiders looks better. I think it's moodier. I think that the that the tri- Last Crusade is just brighter. It's like they. It's just. It, I'm telling you, dude. They took the safeo meter. The safeo meter. They was dialed the up great. the safeo meter. Wait, how much do you think Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade cost to make in 1989? 
Um, this is a fun game. $65 million. 48. Wow. 48 million. Not which, to... which is whatever they report, add 10. Oh, yeah? Generally. Is that a rule? Is that a rule? I, I like mean, it. it may or may not be true, but you you can do it. Okay, so here's the go. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, written by, screenplay by Jeffrey Bohm, uncredited Tom Stoppard. What does that mean? It means that he was a ghostwriter. He did a punch-up on yeah, it. Yeah, but like, don't you feel like he should be like, hey, Guild? Well, he might have, and they were like, hey, Tom, no. But how do you get, how do you, my question is, how do you get to be added to the Wikipedia entry? As uncredited? As uncredited. Because it's like information that's out there that people are like, oh, yeah, he did a pass on. Okay, 1912, a 13-year-old Indiana Jones is horseback riding with his Boy Scout troop in <laughs> Utah. <laughs> This is great. Already, this is great. We're already, it's just like the first one starts with like, in the deepest jungle. <laughs> <laughs> this is, no, this is fantastic. Uh, so, okay, he discovers a group of thugs who have found a golden cross that belonged to Coronado and steals it from them, hoping to donate it to a museum. So already the boys are off to some good stuff. I know, but it's like, you just make it sound so First lame. of all, this is, this is remember that Sounds guy? Lame. That's where his hat comes from? You yeah, see yeah, yeah. all this awesome stuff, I'm, all this origin I, I, stuff. Do you not like origins? I like origins. I think we discussed this. Well, we hate we hate when a movie does re-origin. an origin, a re-origin story. Re-origin. re-origin. Yes. I don't mind. I, I was here. Yeah. I said I was fine with the scene. <laughs> I was fine with the whimsy of that, but then the whimsy just keeps going. Like there's no. Where's the take? Like there was just it never. You never felt like anyone was in danger. It just felt. You know what it is? Yes. It's adventure without danger. And I'm saying that's not good. I'm saying Raiders of the Lost Ark was adventure with, with danger. danger. You actually felt the danger of what was going to happen. Okay, so you didn't feel any danger when like, when he's on the boat yeah. and the boat's getting chopped up as he's punching the guy? No. You nothing? Nothing? Not really. That didn't do anything for you? I mean, you like, look, technically you know because you've seen two other movies yeah, where sure. like, Homeboy's going to live, but it's yeah. like... That the for the first one was like I said tonally and how it was shot it was dark. Remember the dude like fucking burns his hand, yes, on the metal thing. Like yeah, just like fucking doing shots and like shooting people. Like it's just you see it's it's actually if you watch that movie, it's a reaction to the second one, which everyone said got too dark. And so to me, the the Raiders was the perfect cocktail of adventure, danger. Whimsy, humor, whimsy, whimsy for you, humor. (laughs) But like, I always felt like it's like there were shadows, and it's if you watch, if you watch the last creed, like nothing's really at night. There's no shadows anywhere. It's very just bright. Yeah, bright. I I like that. Fuck, I like that. Here's the. I I think it's no. I think the problem. Yeah, no. Here's interesting. Principal photography for uh, Last Crusade began May 16th, 1988. The release date, May 24th, 89. Yeah. In and out. I mean, they're not really doing, like, post effects that much. ILM much. did that cool painting of the of the, of the the bridge, the invisible bridge. It's true. That was fucking awesome. I like the, uh, that always makes me think of uh, young Sherlock Holmes, the fucking yes. stained glass yep. night. Yep, the stained glass night that came I out. I like that movie. That was, uh, that was Pixar did this thing last night. Oh, did they? Or maybe it was ILM. I think it was ILM. It's in the ILM book. Then it was ILM. But oh. ILM, Pixar was part of ILM, so maybe that was part of the thing before the transition? I don't know. Guys, we're going to have to find out. The I, will tell us. I liked, um, I like young Sherlock Holmes. I, it's oh, I movie. agree. I agree with that. I saw uh, that shit in the theater, son. 
I saw this in the theater. Wow. The most whimsical Indiana Jones to date. I saw it in the theater too. And I Film was, was like... released in North America May twenty fourth, nineteen eighty nine. How many theaters do you think it was released on? How many screens? Eight hundred. 2,327 wow. screens, earning 29 million opening weekend. I think Jaws was the first thousand, right? Yeah, that was the big, that was the okay, blockbuster. So I blew that it. was the one. Totally this was the third highest opening weekend of 89. Can you tell me which two movies beat Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? 89 was the year I graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. Um, what other movies? The other two movies I also saw in the movie theater. Uh, One's a sequel and one is not a sequel. 89. Beverly Hills Cop? Nope. Um, Oh, Batman. Yep. And the other one is a sequel so inferior to its original. Chinatown? Yet still watchable. Ghostbusters? Correct. Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters 2 and Batman. Opening day gross was $11 million. Uh, made 191 in North America, 227 internationally for a total of 474 million dollars. In '89, that's big. That's fucking that's huge. That's like a billion. That's why dollars they now. made a fucking fourth one. The film won the Academy Award for Best Sound Day and Editing. Rather, it received nominations for Original Score, Best Sound, uh, but lost to Little Mermaid and Glory. <sighs> Sean Connery received a Golden Globe Award nomination for Best Supporting Actor. Really? Uh. Connery and the visual effects, sound effects team were also nominated for the BAFTAs. Uh, the film won the 1990 Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation. Because you know what the Hugo Award's like? Whimsy. Well, then it's not dramatic presentation. <laughs> if it's whimsy, they should have won the fucking the Matt Myra Whimsy Award, which uh, should be an annual thing now. The film's. What's the most whimsical movie you've seen this year? Or do you feel like there's a there's a there's a there's a, there's there's a, a lack, lack of whimsy? <laughs> yeah, like even like I feel like Superman should have been whimsical in some way. Have you seen it yet, Man of Steel? No, it should have been. It's too. It's a little darker than it should be. But that's the new move, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, the new it feels move. like DC's going dark. Don't worry. Downstairs, they are screening some old episodes of Doctor Who with some nerds. So oh, okay. just enjoy it. You uh, might it hear some bleed us. through. <laughs> it's never for us, Scott. Hey, we should do a feed at Sketchfest. <laughs> Where's that? San Francisco. When's that? January. You're in January. You did a smod last I did. year. We did. Yeah. Not last year. Two years two ago? Two years ago. Great. Let's schedule it out. I think I'll be up there like two weekends. Yeah. I don't think we should do it. Oh, Matt. <laughs> It'll be great. Maybe. We'll earn no money. I'll give you a confirmed maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I like that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Whimsy. <laughs> Uh, what's your favorite Sean Connery movie? Oh, um, I, I, I mean, I'd love, he's amazing in the untouchables. Oh yeah. He's fucking yeah. great. That's yes. that mammoth speech is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really good in the untouchables and I do enjoy that movie. I think that's a fucking hell of a movie. Um, I like him and something else. Do you like him in Deliverance? He's not in Deliverance. I meant I didn't mean Deliverance at all. I, at all. <laughs> I at like, all. Whoa. Didn't mean that even a little bit. Uh, <laughs> do you like him in I, Deliverance? Why did I say that? <laughs> do you have Do you have Deliverance on Sean the brain? Connery brain? Actually, I was watching Deliverance 
It was on like two weeks ago on one of the uh, uh, one of the deep movie channels. Do you have all the movie channels? Deep. Yeah, like like <laughs> like deep. No, deep it was like sh- it was like Showtime thirteen uh, West yeah, 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 or yeah. something like that. I don't know. I don't really the idea that I would the idea of turning on the TV or going to like HBO or whatever to watch a movie just makes no sense. I, it would never even occur to me. How much do you think Sean Connery is worth? Um, According to Wikipedia. $580 million. 350 Or rather, that's, 300 That's, pretty that's a good. lot of money. Yeah. Score for Where did it come man. from? Where did it come from? Yeah. Fucking making movies, man. Yeah, but like you made movies in the 60s. You didn't get paid anything for those Bond movies. Nothing. I thought I'd Not never really. say never again. He fucking got a giant piece of fucking ass for that. <laughs> he just got to fuck Kim Basinger. Yeah. He's like, I just want her. I just, I just want to slap her. <laughs> I want to slap her on the behind. <laughs> Listen, I'll do the movie. No one condition. You can pay me nothing. You pay me nothing but some ass slapping. <laughs> Ashinger. Get over <laughs> Ashinger. <laughs> you're, you're the man now, dog. <laughs> uh, in the film... Uh, you know how much money he probably made for Medicine Man? No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he made millions of dollars. Really? He was the shit at that point. Oh, my God. I forgot about him being the bad guy in the Avengers movie. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. But he probably got paid millions of dollars. From now on, you'll buy your weather from me. (laughs) So so bad. (laughs) League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he probably got paid millions of dollars. Oh, here's a movie that should be on everybody's at least top three uh, Connery movies, Hunt for Red October. Yeah. I love the Red October. He's fucking really good in that. Untouchables, no Highlander. Doubt about it. Highlander, the first one, the original one, is is good, and mm-hmm. he's good in it. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of goes off the rails a bit. Oh, it sure does. There's like two Highlander movies I've never seen. Uh, I well, don't like- You could you know, fix that. I could, but would it be worth it? No. Probably not. Uh, Time Bandits. Time uh, Bandits. Time Bandits is good. I love that movie. When I was a kid, like that was the movie that I saw- and was that was one of the movies I saw that made me start to want to make movies. Yeah, you know, there's there's like those touchstone. I have pictures. a book. I have like a book. There's like a. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not going to say it's rare, but there's a book of the making of Time Bandits that I hunted down because I was just so. Um, I love that movie. What was that weird? And Brazil. Oh yeah, Brazil's great. Brazil's amazing. Brazil. What has Terry Gilliam done lately? Well, he did the Zero Theorem that's coming out with Christoph Waltz. Oh, is, great. Let's do that. Let's watch that. It just, I think it just premiered or parts of it. There's a trailer. If you go online, it's really out there. It looks like Brazil kind of super out there craziness. And then he did, um, before that, he did, uh, the, the one with Heath Ledger where he died. Oh, the, the Imaginarium of Doctor Magorium, Magorium's Wonder. No, no, no. no that's God that's, damn it! What Imaginarium? <laughs> what is it? That's Im- uh, Doctor Parthasius or Doctor Doctor. Uh, oh, you know what? I can probably get to Terry Gilliam from. I can I can wiki surf to Terry Gilliam from here. I think you can Kevin Bacon. I can Kevin you. Bacon him if I click on if I click on Time Bandits. The Imaginarium. Did you of, just? What was that? It was my thinking. <laughs> it was my fucking <laughs> gremlin. 
Uh, hi, Matt. That was pretty easy to get to him from Time Bandits. Hi, Matt. Hi, Scott. It's the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus or something. You're correct. The Imaginarium, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Parnassus. Uh, I didn't love it, but I, there's some fun stuff in it. It's trippy. Have you seen it? No, I didn't watch it. I saw a screening of it. So you're saying I should watch it? If you like his his more out there stuff, it's pretty interesting. It's out there because it's like they had to figure out how to shoot with like like a bunch of people end up playing Heath Ledger mm-hmm. because he was gone right. after they shot. So it's like Johnny Depp and oh, that looks way out there. The poster for Zero Theorem. Yeah, there's a trailer. Or oh, there's, is like, there? so there's footage online. I'm totally up. I'm I'm totally into it. He made Tideland, which is a little weird horror movie that was like. I didn't love it, but I'd read the book. Gilliam has called this the final part of his dystopian dystopian satire trilogy that began with Brazil, continued with Twelve Monkeys, and now ends with Zero Theorem. Love Twelve Monkeys. I love Christoph Waltz. I do too. I think that guy's fucking fucking incredible. I'm telling you, like I I will say that in Django Unchained, when he died, I was like a little part of my interest, like disappeared from the movie. Yeah, like I was like. Yeah. I was like, no. That's the one action figure from that movie I have. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I have the Neko. Before they pulled them, I pre-ordered him. Oh, wow. Schultz. So I have a Schultz uh, action figure at home. He's amazing. That's that. Actually, I've said this before, and I I will stick to this. He, that, his character in that movie, Schultz uh, in, in Django. Django, yeah. That, I feel like he is like, he might be my all time favorite character in a movie he was I, i'm telling you I put it like quentin, he might have take, taken over quint from jaws wow i'm saying if uh, and i'm putting it out there yeah if quentin has is wondering what to do next yeah and i'm sure he's listening mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably loves our podcast a prequel dude oh fuck schultz, yeah all schultz just all schultz unchained oh schultz bounty hunting fucking schultz unchained i uh, oh Scott, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's pitch let's, it. Let's pitch it up the chain. We'll Quentin, you listening? Sit outside his house. <laughs> we just stay there with the sign. Schultz on chain. Schultz I mean, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. No, he's... Oh, God, that'd it be would great. Be amazing. That would be amazing. That would be great. Scott, that's the best idea you've had today. It's fucking awesome. I was like, I mean... I'm, I'm a new guy. Do, how I mean, would you, you know feel, why I'm a new guy. How would you feel, though? <laughs> but how would you feel if this, if this new uh, Schultz movie was a little whimsical? Fuck that. <laughs> no, no, no. No whimsy. I would be really upset. Oh, God. I would watch the shit out of that. I mean, I would. I'm excited for if the you idea told me to there be was in a world. If you told me that there was a prequel to Inglorious Bastards where he played that character, I, mm. I just would. I think he's <clears throat> he's so good, but Schultz Unchained or Chained or whatever the fuck it's called, that's the next movie that Quentin should make because it would be. Ugh. Amaze, great. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited for the idea to exist. <laughs> That's so weird. I've never been so excited about an imaginary idea. Uh, yeah, do it. Oh, he's so great. I want to do a podcast with him. I want to get him on the Christoph fucking, Waltz. Yeah, I want to get well, him. On maybe the when he's doing, um, maybe when he's doing uh, promoting this. Yeah, because they're good. I mean, like, I'm totally. I I can't wait to see it. The trailer looks. He's like fucking. His eyebrows are shaved. Like he looks <sighs> super weird, but he's awesome. Of course he is. Oh, the Hunt for Red October. Hunt for Red October, of course, if anyone listening is the uh, is the greatest 
of the Tom Clancy film adaptation. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is Jack Ryan. He is my kind of Jack Ryan. There's a line out there. I don't know what's happening. That's interesting. And then uh, John McTiernan. Die Hard's John McTiernan. Yeah. Yeah. Die Hard 1 and Die Hard... I think he did three. I think three. he did... Three. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's it called? With Sam Jackson. Vengeance. Die Vengeance. Hard the Vengeance. And uh, then he did Medicine Man. Yes. Yes, he did. With... Uh, which is not a great movie. Uh-huh. And then he did... Medicine Man with... Uh... Oh, he did that... He did that Schwarzenegger movie, uh, the big bomb, the action hero one. Big bomb action... Oh, last action hero. Yeah. Which... Uh, that it's movie had me. some really great ideas. Like that movie, Last Action Hero, I think. I think it suffered. It suffered from its own. It suffered from its own ideas and novelty. Well, I think to me, it suffered from also like a lot of those action movies that we were watching, like when I was growing up, mm. like Commando and all this stuff. Yeah. They're rated R, right? Okay, right. And so they made this PG thirteen version where it's like kids. No one was watching that. No one was watching that movie. Like it was almost too spoofy. Yeah, like it was spoofing them a little bit. Like it wasn't. It, There's some real parts in that that like crack me up though. That but remember when they're in the video store and there's a Terminator 2 poster and it's Stallone instead of Schwarzenegger because they're in the I world where Schwarzenegger doesn't of, exist. Yeah, I only kind of watched it once and I think moved, they should re- remake Last Action Hero with the rock. Is anyone listening to us? I mean, we're full of ideas. Last action hero with the rock. Yeah, you're going to watch that, right? I mean, I don't have to watch the trailer for that. <clears throat> that would be tough. I don't really watch anything. <clears throat> I got I got a message on eBay. Do you want to read it on on the air? Sure. Is that legal? I don't know. Are you going to be your, your account's going to be shut down? Hello. I am interested in your Speedmaster for sale. You say it was serviced a few years ago. Did you have it serviced? Where was it done? And what year? What size wrist What's will it currently master? fit? And how many extra links do you have? Does it come with the box and tag and warranty cards in your photo? Yeah, it comes with all that, buddy. I'll respond to him right now. What the hell is a Speedmaster? It's a watch. It's an Omega. I'm getting rid of one of my watches. Ah. I just am a little tired of it. Was All right. Nobody's stopping you. What are you saying to him? I was telling you it was service two years ago. <clears throat> I no longer have that paperwork. But. Come. Don't worry, everybody. I'm everybody, we're all just I'm doing. As bored as you are. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Doing his Scott, you know what? Once in a while, maybe you can carry the show. No. <laughs> I said no. Would you like to discuss John McTiernan's later career? I came up with uh You can't you I came up you with Schultz Unchained. What the you fuck? What? Who, what do you, you mean need, I gotta carry the you show? You actually need to do nothing else for the rest of your life. You John McTiernan then went on to have tax problems or something oh, weird. Is that, happened. is that true? No, it wasn't tax oh, it was something weird. It might not be weird. If it's not weird, then cut this part out. But something happened to him where he got in some legal trouble. Um, he got into some strange legal trouble. Are you typing? Yeah, hang on. All right. Dear eBay person, I am currently doing my podcast. <laughs> this is ridiculous that I'm doing this right now. Like, I, I honest know. to God. All right. I apologize to everybody. All right, hold on. I found John McTiernan's page. 
John McTiernan. Wait. Come on, Wikipedia, whatever. Oh, there it is. Okay. He's uh, American-born, born in 1951, John Campbell McTiernan Jr., his parents. Uh, he is a film director, best known for Predator. I forgot Predator. Oh, Predator, so good. The Thomas Crown Affair. I didn't think his Thomas Crown Affair was that bad. It was fine. He, was born, he went to Juilliard. <clears throat> uh, Eaters of the Dead was the last thing he did, I believe. He did. Oh, no, no, no. He did The 13th Warrior, which was uh, uh, whatever. What's his name? Antonio Banderas, right? Yeah. Um, in 2002, he directed Rollerball, which obviously. Oh, I didn't see Rollerball ever because I heard that it wasn't uh, yeah, no one something cared. I should see. His thriller, Basic, with Josh Volta and Samuel Jackson, <clears throat> um, did well. But that appears to be on April 3rd, 2006. Um, McTiernan was charged in federal court with a single count. Uh, there's a bunch of numbers. Uh, single count false statement for misrepresenting the number of times he had hired private investigator and wiretapper Anthony Pelicano. What? This false statement was made to an FBI agent during the agent's initial contact with McTiernan via an evening phone call to McTiernan's house. He was arraigned and pleaded guilty on April 17th, 2006. It is the 14th person charged in the Anthony Pelicano case. McTiernan has never been charged with wiretapping. Um, McTiernan was charged with an information rather than in grand jury indictment, which means he waived his right to an indictment and suggests he may have reached either a prior plea agreement with prosecutors or some sort of cooperating agreement. Sometime later, upon retaining new counsel, McTiernan attempted to withdraw his guilty plea because his prior counselor had not offered an available defense. <clears throat> On September 24, 2007, his bid was denied by federal district judge Dale S. Fisher. Dale. She then proceeded to sentence McTiernan to four months in prison and $100,000 in fines for lying about his relationship with Pelicano. So John McTiernan the went judge, to jail for four months? Yeah, the judge sided with the prosecution and characterized McTiernan as someone who lived a privileged life and simply wants to continue that. He was ordered to surrender for incarceration by January 15, 2008. His lawyers stated thereafter he planned to appeal his conviction, blah, blah, blah. In 2008, uh, McTiernan's appeals court had aired and he was entitled to a hearing. Oh, my God. This is like the longest story that, like, unless he... He's had, a, he's had a lot of wives. In December 2008, McTiernan released a video entitled The Political Prosecutions of Karl Rove. Huh? What? So he's a, he's a Republican? Which posted on YouTube in the political process. The video exposed prosecutorial misconduct in numerous cases throughout the country believed to be politically motivated. First and second superseding indictments were filed against McTiernan. He was charged with two counts of false statement. According to McTiernan's attorney, former... Oh, my God. Did he go to jail or not? What's he doing now? Oh, my God. This is the longest case ever. <laughs> Dear John McTiernan, are you in jail? If so... McTiernan serves his 12-month jail... What? Oh, Whoa, I, now he went I got so year. tired of reading, I couldn't take it. But now McTiernan serves his 12-month jail sentence on minimum security South Dakota that contains 800 mainly white-collar criminal. I thought it said mainly white. I was like, that's a fucked that's... up thing to say. He is scheduled to be released in April 2014. He's in jail right oh now. Oh, my God. We should visit him. 
We're like, welcome to Phoebe, South Dakota prison with John McTiernan. John, do you want to talk to us? I think that's interesting, guys. The guy's got nothing else to do. Send him your fucking, send him mail. Yeah. Send, re- send, send him, him a Dear love. John, I loved... Uh, Have Red October. Yeah, it was great. I'm so glad you recently got married because you got married in 2012. While interviewed, his wife, Gail Sistrick McTiernan, shared that he is not taking incarceration well. Well, <laughs> well, no one should. Yeah, I mean, that's not really like something... That needed to be reported. I'm sure. We're doing a feed, and I'm going to make a picture of it. Looks like you're sucking a dick. I know. That was my plan. I did it on purpose. Uh, He has a free John McTiernan Facebook. Facebook. Oh, guys, let's be friends with it. Facebook hosts a campaign, Free John McTiernan, which includes such prominent Hollywood names as Samuel Jackson and Alec Baldwin. In 2006, McTiernan's former wife, film producer Donna Dubro, filed suit against him for invasion of privacy. Uh, he was like tapping her. He's, I mean, he was wiretapping. Oh, and he was fucking. He was, he was not Connery her. tapping. He was ass tapping. Um, Nomads, Predator, Flight of the Intruder, producer. All right, that's he's in jail. Fucking John McTiernan's in jail. Are you on Facebook? Why can't you send this tweet? Are you on Facebook? Uh, I'm going to go on Facebook and fucking look up John McTiernan and see what it says. Guys, I think we should really focus the efforts of Phoebe to free John McTiernan. I mean, before his April prison release date. And John, if you want to come on this podcast when you get out. Well, we're not going to fucking help you free. If we fucking free him. You gotta come on the fucking yeah, podcast. If we help you get out, I mean, that would be fucked up. You gotta, you gotta come visit us because we're big fans. I know Scott said some shit about Last Action Hero, but God, I mean, I'll fucking say it to his face. I'm not afraid. <laughs> He's not in real prison. I can't wait for you to like John McTiernan. I'm talking to you. Uh, I can't wait for you to do another free movie. John. Free John McTiernan. He has nine thousand five hundred twenty-two likes. What? Um, I'm going on Facebook right now to like it. Oh, I'm not even signed into Facebook. <coughs> Bless you. I got the new iPad, Scott. And the you got iPad the iPad Air. Air. Yeah. I felt one. <laughs> Somebody had one, and I, I felt it. Well, I fucking felt it. I lifted it. What did you think of it? I like it. Do yeah. you like yours? Yeah, I love it. It's a great. It feels right. It finally feels right? Finally. It doesn't feel as heavy as the other one, because I always thought they were too heavy. I always felt like, you know. You thought that they uh, that they sucked? Yeah. I thought, hey, what's going on with this? Uh, how do I find you, John? John McTiernan. Free John McTiernan. I already found it. It's not that exciting. There was nothing awesome on it. There wasn't anything awesome. Fuck. Um, Free John McTiernan. Free John McTiernan. Free John McTiernan. Come on our podcast. Free John McTiernan. Schultz Unchained. Here's the one thing I'll say before we say that, before we get 100% behind Free John John McTiernan. Okay. I didn't read the whole thing. (laughs) So he got got eight more months. He might have done something fucked up, like like beating a homeless person or something. Yeah. I don't think he did. Like the CEO of Pinkberry who beat that homeless person with a tire iron. Really? Yeah. Oh, one of the founders of Pinkberry. Who no longer has anything to do with the company. Uh, he beat a homeless guy with a tire iron? Yeah, and he just got sentenced. Uh, he got found guilty, and his sentencing is happening. I what think, did he do? Soon. What was his defense? 
I don't know. Did he say the guy like attacked him or something? Anger management? Oh, somebody He's, out how there. How dare you be homeless? Someone named Sean Bi- Sean Byron. Sean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're on my Facebook feed. And uh, good Lord, that fucking pastrami sandwich looks amazing. Look at, that. You, Look at you, that. Look at that. Look at that sandwich. So what do you so tomorrow so we we share I, one more thing. We now are we're closer than ever. <laughs> <laughs> if uh we now share a personal trainer. We do. By the name of Tom Dieters. Yeah. Tom J Dieters dot com. Yeah. I don't know if that's his website. I don't Might know. be just Tom Dieters. I don't know. <laughs> it's a, He's got a website. Tom he, has a website. He does I haven't been. Um You've been going. I've been going since July. Yeah. Since Comic Con. So that's been great. I'm down 50 pounds since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, just getting getting into shape, you know? You're wearing slim... Slim fit, pants from the Gap. It's happening. Granted, these pants I still have to order online because they don't carry my size yet in the store. <laughs> everything's bought online. Yeah, everything's bought online anyway, but I don't get to try things on until I get them. Uh, but then when uh, I find a pair, I'm like, yeah, I'll order three more pairs you're, of this. You're in. Yeah. So. But then you're going to like... Yeah, these are gonna disappear. Like, I'm, yeah, pretty soon I won't be able to wear these either. Yeah, that's yeah. So there's a lot of clothes. Pairs. There's a lot of clothes that I got just like that won't that are too baggy now, which is a great problem to have. It's good. Yeah, it's better than the uh, reverse. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Scott down and I, fifty. Scott and I are Scott's trying to lose about fifty. <laughs> I would weigh 110 pounds. I would lose. I would weigh if I lost 50 more pounds. I'd weigh 210 pounds. And your goal is under 200. My goal is 185. Nice. Which uh hoping to get to by January. Really? Yeah. Another 30. I'm in not January. <laughs> you just slapped July. Me <laughs> Scott, not, not January. Stop I it. Meant we are closer than ever. Whimsy. <laughs> I was like the most whimsical. This is slap. a whimsical. That is not a. I meant July, Tom everybody. I meant July. Like that. No. Oh, Tom, so a year. So but by a year, you want to have lost... 80. 110. 110. Okay. Yeah. Right 110, on. 115, 125. That's one, 125, actually. That would be 125 pounds. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you guys do? Do you guys occasionally? Yeah, every like uh, every two weeks or so we do some. Yeah, I don't love it. I don't love boxing. Do you like, I like it? it. Yeah, yeah, you do. You well, box I used gloves. to do Muay Thai. So yeah, I don't like it. I enjoyed the fact that I can do some of that. I find it exhausting. Well, that, but that. Yeah, I know that's the goal of the whole situation at the gym, but yeah. there are better ways to get exhausted for me. You know, it's a good workout though. Push ups on the ball. Full I like body. That. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a great, it's a great. I like I, punching. I, I can't punch the, you know, the bag. I don't. It's not the. It's not the. The mitts. It's the bag. It's the little ball, not the rocky. I'm gonna hit the speed bag situation. Uh-huh. It's like a speed bag suspended by two bungees. What is that? Is that just a speed bag suspended by two bungee cords? Well, that that you're supposed to hit and then and dodge and, and yeah, yeah, pop and weave. I hate that thing. We don't do that. He just says the mitts. Oh well, that's great. Do you feel like he knows what he's doing? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. Yeah. I recommend him. If anybody we're, wants to uh, we're train with him. In, we're totally falling in love. Yeah. That's great. You guys, we're all doing it. We're all doing yeah. it. He's also He also trains uh, Chris 
Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Jonah Ray. Wow. Uh, Natasha Leggero. Uh, a bunch of other people. A bunch of other people? Yeah. I've gone twice. I'm going to go three days a week. Have you seen Rebel Wilson yet in our gym? No. I don't know. You'll see her. I so, I so don't pay attention. You'll Does see she her. go early? I'm going to be the early guy. You're going to be the early guy? How early think, are you going to be? I don't think I'll be there past 10. It's not that early. I mean, it's not that early, but I mean, my, sometimes I do a seven o'clock. Okay. I'm just saying. I know. <laughs> All I'm saying is I probably won't be there past time. But we just started. That's why we're closer. Yeah, no, it's great. I'm 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 glad that you uh actually followed through and called him and all that good stuff. We're going for it. We're doing it. We're gonna be the most physically fit podcast that doesn't have Joe Rogan on it. It's true. Yeah. Uh there might be other ones. Yeah, there probably are. There probably are like fitness podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that, you know? I don't know if Schwarzenegger has a podcast. I don't know how fit he is anymore, but uh, he looks good. He looks good. Uh, Scott, you know what I think it's time for? Feedback! What? Oh, yeah. Let me grab my computer so we can do the feedback. I was going to oh, say feed reads. But... Oh, we can do feed reads? No, no, no. We'll I don't do really feedback. have. I don't know. Well, then feedback it is. Feedback people, it is. People want to know. I don't people, have a big... People want to talk to us. Foureyesandbeard bought... at gmail.com. You can email us. I bought um, some cookbooks. That's been I bought the Mom- Momofuku cookbook, mm-hmm. which I went. I through. gave you a cookbook. You just gave me one, Roberto's or Taz. Roberta's in New York. In the yak. I think it's a birthday party downstairs. That's what I think is happening. You just gave me one, and then I bought the smoke. Uh, New wood fire grilling. Oh yeah, we're we gonna do some of that in December. Yeah. Have a good time with that. I really feel like it's gonna be. It's gonna be. A it's great, gonna be our time. Yeah, it's gonna. We be were our talking time. about the summer of us that we never ended up having because we. Uh, both, I wasn't here. You weren't here, and I didn't get back till September. Yeah, so now we're gonna have the winter of the winter of discontent, as I will call it. Uh, all right, we're gonna go to the feedback. If you want to email us, you can email us foureyesandbeard at gmail dot com. Oh, you know we do. We we can make an announcement. Okay. Of what the. The shirt survey. Oh, shirt survey says Canadian sniper. Canadian sniper. It was sniper. pretty much. Why like, did we even ask? because we knew that that well, was other be pe- it. some people liked other things. Yeah, but there was a, the overwhelming uh, response. Um, I want is was like forty eight percent or something like that, wow. which is probably wrong. But well, anyways, listen, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a, we're gonna do a Canadian sniper T shirt. Look for it later this year or early next year. Uh, this email comes to Let's us. Let's see if we can get it up before Christmas. I love it. It's Christmas. Fucking, it's fucking Canadian suck sniper this Christmas. Suck this holiday. My biggest dick. regret. You know, my biggest regret. Never. Ha- I never ordered a Phoebe T shirt, so I don't have one. I don't either. <laughs> we don't have one. Uh, this comes to Chris, from Chris uh, Serrano. It says, uh, James Bond hypothetical, and then he says in parentheses in the subject, I assure you this is interesting. Uh, so you're really setting it up, Chris. So you better. you are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Of course. So. Uh, let's say you found an ancient machine in a relative's basement. An ancient. An ancient an machine. O- okay. Uh, it only has one function. You can change Bond actors by era, but the order of the film stays the same. For example, he says... You could put Sean Connery in Roger Moore's movies, or you could put Daniel Craig in Pierce Brosnan's movies. How would you rearrange the actors in the timeline? Would changing out actors make particularly meh Bond films more awesome? 
Would you? Where would you put Timothy Dalton? <laughs> Can you make Dine of the Day watchable? Also, this led to my favorite podcast uh, with James Bonding. Scott should be in more James Bonding episodes. Yeah, I'm glad, we're glad to have him. Uh, I find his opinions quite humorous and interesting. I have always loved Scott uh, all the way since Smodcast number two. He wasn't a big fan of you in Smodcast number one. I was number two. It took me also, a while to get warm. Myra is the best nerdist member. Don't tell Jonah and Chris. Thanks for an amazing podcast. Well, thank you, Chris Serrano. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about this right now because I had a discussion with Matt Gorley about this very sort of situation. You did. Granted, I didn't know there would be an ancient machine involved that could He do made this. it a little bit more interesting where yeah. he was like, you went down in your uncle's in basement, basement oh, uncle. and you were like, under the child porn, there was yeah. yep, this there it is. machine. Look at that. <laughs> um... And you lost, and then you forgot about it. The child porn, you let him go. I'll tell you exactly what I would do. There's only one answer for this. There's only one shift you need to make. Okay? Okay. You need to flip. You need to flip Diamonds Are Forever and Honor Majesty's Secret Service. And you need to put Sean Connery in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. I would have loved to see Sean Connery do that movie. Because that movie is so good on its own. Yeah. With uh, a non-actor playing James Bond. Who was that one? George again? Lazenby. Gotcha. And putting Sean... Is that the one that fucking Soderbergh loves? It's the one that Soderbergh just wrote about, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's accurate uh, on most accounts. But uh, that is, I would have loved to have seen Sean Connery give that performance. To fall in love, to marry, to have her killed. Oh, to have like some... All that happening to the, to the Sean Connery James Bond, that would have been... That would have been something. Gotcha. I would have loved to have seen that. Also, I think... There was no, I don't think, I don't think performance wise, I don't think you're going to get much difference like from a, oh, I'll tell you what, it'd be fun to see Roger Moore do Skyfall. It would just be fun to see it. It would be a different, it would be a very different movie. Yeah, it yeah. would be a very different movie. But I think that would be fun to see. It would be fun, but it wouldn't make it better. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Um, um, I, I'm trying to think. I mean... Look, in my estimation, stick anyone in Thunderball and see what happens. See if it's better. It's not going to be better. You know why? All that stuff underwater still happens. That's what makes that movie. Technically, that would be the easiest one to do it, too, because you're replacing like like fucking 20% of the footage because the rest of the footage is him underwater and you can't tell who he right. is. Right. We uh, could do it. You and I could fucking go. We could shoot you. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go underwater. I'll go to I swim I swim at Malibu sometimes. There's a fucking pool and a camera. All right, this is from Mike. Okay. Uh Mike Cook. He writes subject line Scott's drawings. Ooh. Hey guys, love the podcast. Quick question for both of you. Scott, I love your sketching style. Would you please sketch a Mimia C three thirty for me? What's that? My granddad gave me his before he died, and I want to get a tattoo of it. Matt, will you help me convince Scott to do this? Uh, sure. We have to see what it looks like first, because I don't even really know what a Mimia is. I'm guessing it's some sort of uh, camera, maybe? Mimia. Mm. Mimia. Mm. What are we looking at? A, C, a C-330. I think right now is a puppet show. Shit just got real. I'm not even stairs. kidding you. Yes, it is, in fact, a camera, the Mimia C-30. C-330. Just keep going. Okay. Uh, the Mimia C-330 is a beautiful-looking camera that takes some really cool shots. 
Wow. I like it a lot. Scott, take a look. This is what you're going to be sketching. Uh, get a bigger picture. My arm is not all long. Your arm is long enough. Don't worry about it. Uh, the Mimia, made from 1969 to 1974, the Mimia Twins Lens Reflex belongs to a very long and successful line of twin lens reflex cameras from the Japanese manufacturer Mimia. That's a Mimia C330. Oh, it's like a Hasselblad. Yeah. Hasselblad. On, on, on. Yeah, okay. Think you can sketch that? Oh, I know you can sketch that. I mean, yeah. Do it. Uh, will, you, will you do it? I, I will I will try. All right. Great. I'll try. My answer is that I'm not doing it, so don't get too excited. Yeah, but he'll try. Let me see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Let me see what happens. Uh, this one comes to us from Delvin Smith. Scott Mosher artwork is the subject. Scott, you're blowing up. What if this Your one's just blowing like, up? Draw my dick in your This mouth. might be way too late. This is also someone asking you to <laughs> draw something. Oh, the auction. It's asking you to draw something for an auction, which takes place November 4th to the 11th, uh, which is happening right now. So what I will do is give the website for this, uh, because it is too late for Scott to put yeah. something in. It's for the African Well Fund, which is a nonprofit organization dedicated to the mission of funding clean water and sanitation progress in sub-Saharan Africa. Shit, I can get behind that. Yeah, it's great. That's a fucking great thing to do. Since its founding in 2002, AWF has raised more than $1 million to fund clean uh, sanitation projects and 14 countries, uh, benefiting 335,000 people. Each November, AWF hosts the Got Water online fundraising auction uh, and currently looking for auction items. God, I wish we'd read this email earlier. I'm very sorry. Uh, I'm very, very sorry, Delvin. Uh, he's been a fan of Scott's for many years. He, he admire, uh, really admires your work as an artist, Scott. Uh, and uh, he knows the upcoming release uh, of Freebirds free and TV work and podcasts and projects. Mosher is probably slammed at this time, but if he could, it would be a great response. Uh, be able to put his auction to artwork to auction. God damn it. I'm really sorry. Sorry. We're really sorry we missed this email. Uh, auction takes place uh, November 4th, 11th. So you can go to the African, go to AfricanWellFund.org. I'll try to get this up. Shit, I gotta get this up. Uh, is Monday the 11th? Monday's the 11th. Yeah. Fuck. So ah, damn it. You gotta get it up tomorrow. We really fucked it up. Any, any Chance. value whatsoever. Uh, we, we'll tweet about it. Let's tweet about it before. We'll, okay. Yeah. Uh, but please check in at AfricanWellFund.org. I'm sure they take donations throughout the year anyway. So I would say please do that. Uh, thank you, Delvin, for your email. We're sorry we missed it. Uh, Jared. Writes to us, Mosier to direct. Hey, Matt and Scott. Six years ago, I sent Smodcast an email asking if you'd ever direct something. Scott and Kevin talked about it on Smodcast 4. And yes, I've been listening to Smodcast ever since. Anyways, six years ago, uh, I thought I'd ask for an update on Phoebe. I sure hope you do it someday and have one of your dreams come true. Scott, would you like to direct anything? Have your dreams changed? Are you just looking to get super buff and fix your house? It's all I am doing right now. <laughs> um, I I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I'm not. I you know I I always say never say no. Um, never say never. I never really say that. I'm, That's you know, true. You do. that was like a total lie. You do never say that. I've never said that till now. <laughs> I I I I do believe you shouldn't say no. I will say that. Um, 
it would take something specific. Yeah, you know, a project to come along. The right? idea of doing it just to do it, yeah, um, doesn't really. Um, yeah, I want to pull a Christopher Maloney and direct National Lampoon's Dirty Movie. No, I do not want to do that. Good lord, I didn't. I see watched it. a little bit of that the other night, flipping the channels again on a on a deep movie channel. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Chris Who? Maloney, uh, Law and Order SVU. Oh, yeah, Stabler. Yeah. Isn't he on, um, he's in like Wet Hot American Summer. Yes, he is. Yeah. Gene. He plays Gene the show. I mean, I think, like to me, if you want to, if you really just, if you want to direct, like go direct. I don't know what's happening downstairs, but it sounds great. Uh, uh, conundrum. This comes from Louise Thorley, uh, or Thorley. Uh, you're British, so I'm going to say Thorley. Uh, just saw this online and thought it'd be interesting to discuss. For the next 30 years, you had to live with one person in the same room all the time. Afterwards, you have to kill them. Would you choose someone you like or someone you ate, uh, hate? Greetings from England. Love the show, Louise. So I got to live in a room with someone for 30 years. So, so if I live in a room with you for 30 years, at the end of those 30 years, I kill you. Yeah. That's what we're saying right now. Do we do it with... Do we... Do we? I think you what know. What if we the do? person Here's dies of natural causes? Here's what I think we do. I think we figure it out. We 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 pick someone we love. Oh, so it's me, you. So it's three. Well, no. It's what's happening is I'm just discussing what each of us do individually. I think we should do the same thing. Okay, so you're telling me what? To telling do. you what to do. We need to pick someone we love. Okay. So you take you take take Alex. Yeah. Okay. And what you do is you spend the next thirty years figuring out a way not to kill her. Right on. You, and you know, you'd, in, you'd be in one room and you'd never get to leave. You'd go crazy. And basically, the only solution you'd come up with is that you kill yourself. Yeah. One person can't come out of the room. Right. It's great. We did it. And you guys can, like, fuck all the time and stuff. Yeah, it's like 30 years of fucking. Fucking. In the same fucking room. Yeah, because I don't do think you, you can. Someone you hate. Does somebody I think, is it like old boy? They just like fucking slide <laughs> fucking food under the door. Well, someone they hate. I mean, it, living with someone you hate in a room. Someone I fucking hate is not gonna last thirty years. Yeah, I'm exactly. gonna kill a motherfucker in like yeah. a two months. You've been training. Yeah, I could do it with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> I could slap someone. So it just hard sounds. Die. It just sounds like the worst thing to do. It just it just sounds like to live with someone in a room that you hate for thirty years, especially if it's some weird thing where it is where it's like you're in some controlled environment, some and you're just like, and then they're like, well, we're not gonna. It's gonna take you thirty years before you kill them. You know what would happen? This is what this is what I guarantee would happen. If I threw you in a room with someone you hate, right? You would uh, over thirty years. If the if this fucking this weird person who's trapped you in the room. Mm-hmm. If you were really stuck in there and they wouldn't let you harm that person, you would become friends with the person you hate, probably. Right. Like 10 years yeah, in, would, you'd be in the exact same situation. Yeah. So technically, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I agree with that. This one comes to us from Tristan. Subject is Scott's art. What the fuck are you doing, Scott? What is happening? Why is everyone I, I all up in your artwork? All. Are you I'm, posting shit on Instagram lately? or Not lately. Hmm. I haven't been drawing at all. I have to start. Greetings, Scott and Matt. I'm a very big fan of the show, as well as both of your other endeavors. Uh, One of these aforementioned endeavors are sketches Scott occasionally posts on his Instagram feed. Mm. I am a very big fan of the art style and was wondering if you'd ever consider doing anything with your drawings on a larger scale. For example, 
I'd personally love to own a coffee table book of your art. Maybe Matt can write the introduction. If by any chance you decide to heed my advice, please do not forget me. I'm not asking for anything major. Maybe just a copy of the book signed by the both of you or something along those lines. Uh, keep up the good work. Take the shot. Ice cream social, et cetera, et cetera. Sincerely, Tristan. Tristan, you wrote this on your iPhone. Good for you. Um, I am gonna get back to drawing, but I, I don't know. If, I don't even know if I have enough stuff to be in. A we're gonna book. we're gonna discover ourselves all December. It's gonna be like it's gonna be great. We're just gonna be totally nude in front yeah. of each other. Right? I might go to Vancouver to meet up with Scott up there. Yeah, yeah. It's, I feel like December's our our month. December's finally gonna happen. It's gonna be like shit. Gotta spend all this money before the taxes. When are you? Oh, that. <laughs> when are you? Uh, oh, excuse me. Yes, sir. When are you? When are you wrapped done? on uh, at midnight? Next. Please watch at midnight on Comedy Central. Yep. Uh, after Cold Bear, do it. Uh, I wrap on the fourteenth. Oh, Thursday. So Thursday. Wow. Yeah, and then I go to Boston on the sixteenth. Okay. Gonna do that for five, six days. Have some fun. Find myself. Find yourself yeah. again. You're not doing any work. You're just gonna Good go. Stuff to do. You know, got to find myself, Scott. I hear you, man. I'm like 42. I'm in like... Trying to find yourself, too? Trying to find myself. I'm still waiting for Alex to cook me dinner. Well, she she made yeah, a... She, I know. She threw down the gauntlet, and well, we have to, I accept the challenge. We have to schedule a time. It's going to be great. We're going to talk all about it on December. December. Fucking December. December's... Oh, God, December is going to be the month of fever. She did everybody. say she was like, she wants to make something that's healthy. I look forward to that. I would love to have something that's healthy. She was going to teach you, she was going to maybe make you unfried chicken. Oh, my God. That's her jam. That's what she's known for making. This is going to blow my mind. I love it. I that's love what it so she much. used to make when she was cooking for, like, actors when they were training. Oh, I'm training, but I'm not an actor. You are. You've acted. Yeah, I have. You've performed. Yeah, it's true. I've been on TV. Uh, this is from Matt. Scott, I'll be your cashew receptacle. I'm also an Epic Echo Park, so let me know where to pick them up. <laughs> My my wife has been eating at them. Oh, yeah. So they aren't really them. And uh, last uh, email we're going to read today, uh, Clamato slash Budweiser. This comes from Michael McMahon. Hey, Matt and Scott. I'm a very big fan. Listen to Phoebe three times through, and I love it. I want to email you guys because I just recently listened to the Clamato Juice episode. All right. Mike, thanks for reaching out to us. We yeah. appreciate it. If you guys want to email us, please do so. Foureyesandbeard at gmail.com. And we will hit the feedback again next week. Uh, maybe we'll we'll maybe we'll go on Twitter and uh, we did that. Remember? We did yeah, that we did that on once. Twitter and, and that was good. We'll questions. do that again. Yeah, we'll do that again. We worked out. Um, I think I think we did okay today. I think we did. I think we did a great. This is a great Phoebe twenty six. We're starting the next chapter of Phoebe. It's like the next twenty five is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, it's going to be fucking goddamn heat coming off of it. You don't even know. We might even get through twenty five in December. Like, that's how much energy we're going to have. Yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. Because we're fucking... We're, we're training. We're eating right. We're just working at it. <laughs> I just want a cupcake so bad. Do you? Oh, I would love one. You know, it's funny is I would like the taste of one, but I don't want to eat one because I know how long I'm going to have to be on the treadmill to run that off. I will it's say, I don't... Like, that. <clears throat> sweets are not my... If you throw down... Like, what if I threw down a nice rustic bread? Nice warm rustic bread, and I said, Ooh, "Scott, with some butter and salt." Here's some butter. Here's I'd some fuck salt. that thing, <laughs> right? Uh, I'd, I'd, I, that I would. Now that I would eat. Yeah, but if you put like a cupcake, like, like especially processed sugar, yeah. like, 
You're not into it. No. I'm but not into it. If you if you put down something that your body will process into sugar, like a delicious rustic bread with some salted butter. Well, I like I like savory. Oh god, I love a salted butter. Salted butter. I love savory. Oh, I'll tell you what. I went to Gordon Ramsay uh, at the London a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Next level. Their bread and butter situation there. They take it. They've taken it up a notch. I don't know they what did? they've done, but it is amazing. And I requested two, uh, two servings of it. Because you're doing so. You're. I don't work out on Sundays. Yeah. Although I might make mine Mondays. You might make your off day or your sort of cheat day. Yeah. But what I do is sort of like a cheat meal, and I try to do it earlier in the day, so that later in the day I'll get on the treadmill and I won't gain any weight. Yeah. That's pretty nice. It's a pretty good method. I went to. We went to Bestia. Bestia. B S T I A. Yes, we did downtown. Yeah, we totally went. It's good. And food. It was awesome. Tell everybody what you got. Uh, it was awesome. They have there. It's really good. It's like it's. I don't know what region it is. It might be northern Italian. I'm it's not northern really sure. Italian. That's not Sicilian. I've looked at the menu many they, times. They have a. Um, they had a dish that was like the first time I had it. it was like a rabbit dish that was really good. And rabbit to me is tricky. Rabbit. Oh, rabbit is very tricky. Right, but it would this this was very very good. You know, I, I had really good rabbit once in Williamsburg, Virginia, at like some sort of like colonial. It was like a colonial authentic restaurant. It huh. was like just serving like all the food was cooked like yeah, they like, would and stuff like that. And it was some really good rabbit. I had rabbit three ways in Lisbon, Portugal, and I believe it was it was a restaurant that um fucking oh, What's his face? John Malkovich was a part of, which could have oh, been really? a lie, but it was like, it all came out and somebody was like, go oh, this place is like one of the better, it's down by the water. And so I went there and I'd rabbit three ways. It was really good. Did I tell you, I went to Bloodsoe's a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is the barbecue place on La Brea that's fucking great. Yeah. Their mac and cheese is amazing if you ever want to get mac and cheese. Um, in fact, they made the top 10 list on uh, Eater LA for, oh, yeah. for uh, mac and cheese. But... Uh, they, I was eating, and guess who sat down at the next table? I'll tell you, Harvey Keitel. Wow, yeah. bad lieutenant. Yeah, he fucking long hair, Harvey Keitel. Wow, did you look at him? He looked happy. He looked excited to be there. He's like, I am happy. <laughs> the wolf. The, I don't even know. That was I don't. That was not how Harvey Keitel it talks at all. Have you ever worked with him? No, no. Let's change that. One less thing interesting about me. <laughs> uh, we did it, guys. Feeb 26 in the books. Bam. Fuck it. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.